0: All right, you fucking dork chops. Strap your balls in. Sit down. Get nice and relaxed. And get ready for another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks, the podcast. Thank you for that weird intro. And thank you to everybody for listening. Another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks, the podcast. Before I get into anything, I am going to take you back to last week, Um, Elimination Chamber was on, and I was maybe thinking that Oscar was going to defend her title against Becky Lynch or Ronda Rousey, perhaps turn it up, so as I was watching Elimination Chamber, I just hopped on, hit the record button, and... Well, here it is. Here's my uh live reaction, sort of like a watch long, I guess, to the ending of Illumination Chamber, and then I go on and review it and kind of remember what I said, I say some stupid shit, but nothing new there. It's all in good fun. So, ah, uh, here it is. Here's um here's me last week, before last week me will throw it back to current me to carry on with this shit show. Take it away. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm just hopped on here. (coughs) Oh, fuck. So, I knocked down my water. Um, So, McIntyre obviously retained his WWE Championship inside the chamber. Duh. Um, And afterwards, Bobby Lashley has come out and attacked McIntyre. So, does this mean Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania? Fuck, I hope so. I'll put that in my predictions. I said, I, even though I predicted Bobby Lashley, because I just didn't think it would go in this direction. So, hey, I like it. I like it. While um, Bobby Lashley is beating up Drew McIntyre, um, and I'm finally happy that something's happening, with Drew McIntyre getting beat up by Bobby Lashley, thank God. Let's um, let's go through let's go through the chamber, shall we? So it started off with the SmackDown um, chamber number one contenders. It um, was that. So Cesaro and Debray started off, and I said whoever started from the number one spot would win and hang on the Miz is going to cash in well this is clearly not going to work it's Drew McIntyre oh why see this is what this is what's bullshit about the cash in he's down it doesn't matter why is the referee checking on Drew McIntyre to make sure he's okay because it's Drew fucking McIntyre, that's why. This is this is complete bullshit. The bell should have already been rung. This is this is this is a fucking joke. Here we go, Claymore. No? Okay, DDT. Sweet. Oh, is it gonna happen? One, two, no, of course McIntyre's gonna kick out. Because the referee wasted thirty seconds checking on Drew McIntyre. Rather than, all's it is, is bang. You bring the briefcase down, it's an automatic check-in the match starts, no matter what. Skull-crushing finale. One, two. Holy fuck, The Miz is the champion. No fucking way. This is the best in ever. Oh my God, this is fucking awesome. Oh, Drew McIntyre suck a big fat dick. Holy fuck! This is awesome. This this is this is legit live as I'm recording this. My intentions were to record after the chamber match because allegedly Oscar still has to defend her title, and I think Becky Lynch or Rousey could be coming back, but the Miz cashing in. Fuck! This is. This has just saved the Elimination Chamber. Oh, this is so fucking good. Well, how good is that? Thank you, Bobby Lashley. And that's it. That's, that's how it ends. So, Oscar doesn't even defend her title. So it only went for a an- fuck. Okay. All right. Sweet. That's done. There you go. All right. Um. So, there you go. Two and a half hours. If I would, you know, two and a half hours. If that was said to me. Um. At the start. No. No way. But there you go. And it ends with. With a fucking cashing. What the fuck is going on here? Um. So, yeah, as I'll just um, so, uh, There we go. Uh, what's on uh, Sasha Banks on the broken skull sessions? That we already know that won't be as good as Bailey, so we'll just turn that off. Um, fuck, I'm beaming for the Miz winning the championship. That's. See, this is what I love about wrestling. Everybody thinks they know everything. Everybody. They're always just like, no, there's no way, you know, McIntyre's gonna defend against Seamus Mania, McIntyre's gonna keep it till then. Miz is gonna unsuccessfully cash in. Fuck. That's that's why he was money Mr. Money in the bank. it worked. So what where does this go now? This This is what I love. This is where now, now the mind starts starts going again. Where does this go now? Like, is it going to be Earlier in the show, MVP was talking to The Miz. Could this be what they were talking about? Is that why Bobby Lashley came out and attacked Drew McIntyre? So now does that mean The Miz owes the Hurt Business a favor by giving Bobby Lashley a championship shot? And will that happen at Fastlane? Also, why they're having Fastlane is beyond me. I think they should have just done Chamber and now you just got, I don't know, six or seven week build to WrestleMania rather than just throw another fucking pay-per-view in where you're probably gonna do five matches again. It's turning into a takeover now. It's turning into NXT takeover these these pay-per-views. Like the first hour of the elimination chamber was the intro, the number one contender uh chamber and then Rains destroying Daniel Bryan, which I should probably get into. But that was the first hour, and then they spend so much time on fucking ads. It's ridiculous. No wonder these pay-per-views go for so long. This they honestly could have got two hours out of this pay-per-view. In all seriousness, but um, let's let's get into it. Let's uh, let's get into the deep dive. So we've got the well, I'm all over the place. This is what I love. Oh, I'm, I'm beaming right now. This is fucking, this is fantastic. Um, all right, so we've got Daniel Bryan and Cesaro starting off the chamber. And I said from the start, uh, whoever starts the match will win, which was the case, Daniel Bryan. It was either Daniel Bryan or Cesaro winning. Um, everyone was pulling for Cesaro. I'm a massive Cesaro mark, but I was not, I did not want this. I did not want Cesaro to win the chamber because it was done right. Roman Reigns comes out straight away and destroys whoever wins the chamber, Daniel Bryan, in like five minutes, which is how it should have been. What's the point? Like, that does nothing but hurt Cesaro. If it was later on in the night and then Cesaro is able to put on like a decent 10, 15-minute match and you get that Kofi mania fever happening, then yeah, maybe maybe so, but no, I was against it, that's why I was, unless he was going to beat Roman Reigns, and I knew that was going to happen, like everyone else knows everything that's going to happen in wrestling, um, then yes, I would have been like, yep, Cesaro, I want Cesaro to win, but I went Owens just for one last time, they can end it, but Daniel Bryan instead, which was my original WrestleMania match, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns but we got it at the chamber, so it was done right, it's it's the only way to do it, especially with the Roman Reigns, like how his character is now, um, uh, Matt Riddle is a new US champion, big whoop, um, Keith Lee was supposed to be in the match, not medically cleared, John Morrison won a fatal four-way on the kickoff show against Ali, Elias and uh, Ricochet, I actually forgot Ricochet was still working at WWE, um, but yeah, I don't know. There you go. Ali, Ali is someone that just give him a live mic. Just, just let Ali give give Ali that CM Punk treatment that everyone thinks CM Punk got, where he can just go out there and say whatever he wanted to say. If you truly believe that, congratulations. Um, yeah, but just give Ali, just give him a live mic. Because the stuff that he's fucking putting on Instagram, like in the comments, his raw talk, whatever that show is, um, it's it's great. Just just what he, the shit that he says, because it's true what he's saying, and he truly believes it, which is what makes it great. So, they fuck this retribution shit. I mean, they've already ruined Dijakovic. By putting him in retribution. I don't know who that other guy was. Thorn. Shane Thorne. And then um, the commentator. The dreadlock guy. I mean, he's alright because he's a part of Left Right Left Right. So, like He's alright, but... What do they do? I don't even know what they do. Every time they come on, I just fast forward because I don't care. Because it's a waste. It's been shit from the start. So, that's... All I'm saying is just give Ali, give Ali the time. And by the way, Miz is a new WWE champion. Drew McIntyre lost. How fucking good is that? Um, next, uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler successfully retained against the team of Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Now, a couple of weeks ago, when they were in the ring, Um, Belair came out, I think Banks came out and then Baszler and Jax came out straight away. It's just like, well, Banks and Belair are going to be the new tag team champions because how many times do we see it? Champion, challenger going up against the tag team champions and they win conveniently a month, six weeks before WrestleMania. How many, how many times has it happened? If it's, if it's at least more than two, then I'm justified in saying this and I'm pretty sure it is at least more than two. So I don't know, maybe maybe someone can go back and look it up and be like, oh well actually you're wrong. It's only happened go okay, fuck yourself. Fuck you, Mark. Um, but I changed after watching SmackDown and I've stuck to my guns with Jax and Baszler. Because for the simple fact of the respect they had on the greatest talk show in WWE right now, Ding Dong Hello. Hosted by Bailey, Who's already said that she's going to replace Ellen. Can't wait for that to happen. I'll definitely be watching that show. You know, they're coming through the door. You know, that's the whole point of the show. That's why there's a door there. Ding dong, you open the door. Hello. You know, the respect. Banks and fucking Bel-Air just come out. They don't even go through the door. And then who the fuck is this Reginald guy? And who's this guy? He's part of the women's division. Fuck, they might make it a triple threat. Reginald. Banks and Bel-Air. So I'm glad I'm glad they didn't win as well. Because quite honestly they didn't deserve to win. Um and Banks is just pissing me off now. Let's let's face it, she was only she was only relevant and had some form of credibility when she was with Bailey. But now she's just Yeah. And her new theme song is trash as well. That's what I think anyway. It doesn't mean it is trash. I'm just saying it's trash. It's trash to me. She's trash to me. So, don't like it. Cry about it. Bailey's the goat. Fuck you if you think otherwise. Um, And then let's get to the main event. Um, The former WWE champions. How smart is The Miz taking himself out of the match and still walks out champion? I think I even posted that. He'll, he's gonna cash in. I didn't say he's gonna win. I said maybe. We'll have to go back and look at it. Um, so here we got we got McIntyre, the champion, and then former champions, Sheamus, Kofi, uh, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton. So Orton and Hardy started. And then I basically gave up watching after Orton got eliminated, and The Fiend didn't even come out, or Alexa Bliss, you know, because let's get that moving. Let's. I'm gonna make a fast lane match now. I've already. I'm gonna put down the Miz versus Bobby Lashley for the title. Um, let's see what could happen there. I'm just going all over the place now. I've given up on talking about the Chamber. I gave up. I gave up watching when Orton got eliminated. So, um. Let's say Miz versus Lashley. Maybe Lashley wins. Let's say Lashley wins. Um, Morrison costs Miz the match. Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania because let's do something with John Morrison. I think he's been back for a year now, just over a year. And all he's done is just hang off the Miz, which isn't fun because, you know, Morrison was in Impact. He was Impact champion. You know, he was. he was basically running Impact. You know, and you come back and you make him do what he was doing before he left. So let's let's do something with Morrison. Let's maybe put him and Miz together. And then where does Lashley go from there? Does does McIntyre get handed another title opportunity? Does Lesnar come back? Do we finally get Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the title? No, Goldberg. How could I? There you go. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. That's where we're going. So Goldberg's going to come back um, again. <laughs> Fuck. Um, let's say the Miz does win. If this match does happen, what's what's in line for the Miz? What awaits the Miz at WrestleMania? I'd li- I would like the Miz versus AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles get, gets another gets another title run. Um, Miz, I don't know, would they do Miz and Morrison for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania? I don't know. Is there much, I don't know, investment, much stock invested in that match? Is that something, is that something the peeps out there would like to see? Miz versus Morrison at WrestleMania? Does this dampen Miz and Morrison versus Bugs Bunny and Damian Priest at WrestleMania? Because isn't that, the plan now the Miz vs Damian Priest for the WWE Championship at Wrestlemania what a way to bring in Damian Priest maybe defend the title in a tag team match as long as Bugs Bunny doesn't win I mean he's already 24-7 champion the stupidest title in all of wrestling Um, that thing needs to go it needs to go so there we go. Just fucking spitting out the ideas here. Spitting out the ideas. Um am I, what happened in the chamber? Nothing. Yeah, that's right. I'm done talking about that. So fast lane. So I'm going Miz and Lashley. And I've already come up with about five possibilities that could come off that. So that's a good start. Um here's one. Here's very outlandish. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Because why not? Why the fuck not? Orton loves RKO and the women. Why not? I'm not going to say it's going to be like a 20-minute classic. It could just be advertised. And then the new Fiend comes out. I mean, I've been saying the Fiend's going to come back since the Rumble. So, you know, didn't come at the Rumble, not at the Chamber, Fastlane, third time's the charm. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that, isn't that what Rocky said at WrestleMania 19? Take one and two. Doesn't matter. It's all about take three. Pay-per-view three. Come on, O for two. Give me one. And it just so happens to be that the third finger is the middle finger. So that's where I'm at right now. That's that's what my finger was doing. That's what I was doing to the TV at the end of that chamber. And But that quickly changed. That quickly changed. Do you mean... you? You just heard my reaction. I've recorded it live for you, Marks. So, yeah, there you go. Um, That's my thoughts on the chamber. All in all, I'd give it a below average grade up until the end. Until the the one-on-one championship matches. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan was just done perfectly. It doesn't need to be a a 35-minute, 5-star, 10 out of 10, A-plus match. It needs to be what it was i mugging. Daniel Bryan gets on the yes lock for a little bit of hope, but then Reigns just destroys him, which is what it should have been, which is what it was meant to be. And that's what I said on the last episode that I recorded. Even though I said it was Owens, but still, it was still the same outcome. And then the Miz and McIntyre. I know the referee was pissing me off, you know, taking his sweet-ass time to get there, but at the end, we all got the result. Which was the Miz, two-time WWE champion. It's ten years, is it ten years between world titles for the Miz? I'd, honestly, I never thought I'd see him as world champion again. Honestly, being honest, if I'm being honest, never, never would have thought, hey. The Miz is going to be WWE champion again definitely deserved it and I still think it should have happened years ago when Daniel Bryan came back but you know it is what it is Miz should have won Money in the Bank then instead Braun Strowman won it for some stupid unknown reason but hey look that's that's in the past we're in the present and when you listen to this it'll also be in the past so it may not mean anything anyway that's me signing out for now, I will now send it to me in a week's time, and we can see where we're at, oh fuck, good good stuff there a week ago, um, good sign off as well, we'll see where the fuck was that, See blah, blah, blah. pretty sure he, I meant to say see where we're at, um, anyway, so where are we, where are we at? nowhere really nothing's significant in this um this week that's just gone um yeah fuck i don't know where are we at nothing really to uh to go off this week i mean what happened on raw lashley Demanding a match against The Miz. Somehow Braun Strowman gets thrown into it. I still don't understand why Shane McMahon came back. He announced the Elimination Chamber. And now Braun Strowman. So, fuck. Where does that leave us for WrestleMania? Come on. Seriously. Ding. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. What is the point of that? Um, Then we got uh, The Miz defending the title on Raw against Bobby Lashley this coming week, Um, that'll be happening probably close to when you're listening to this, or has already happened. I'll put it out to the polls, and um, 59% said Lashley was going to walk out of Raw as WWE champion. 41% think The Miz. I'm one of those 41%. I think The Miz will walk out still WWE champion. I think Drew McIntyre will get involved. Um, And then where that leaves, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I see a lot of people predicting a triple threat at Fastlane. Cool. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Another thing I didn't understand from Raw was... Randy Orton coughing up black shit when he's talking about The Fiend this thing's just it's now dragging on to Wrestlemania that's I think I think Wrestlemania is when we're gonna see The Fiend again I seriously think that I think Orton's gonna close the Raw before Mania and the Thunderdome or whatever their fucking Tropicana Field whatever, the, whatever they're using now um, that place is just gonna go nuts, it's going to go crazy, and glitches everywhere, um, but nothing will happen, maybe just like, maybe his corpse, his burnt corpse will be in the ring from TLC, maybe, yeah, fuck, let's, let's, let's go with that, so Randy Orton's going to be in the ring, maybe on Alexa Bliss's playground, whatever, um, I still think Orton and Alexa Bliss should have a match, just cause, I think it'd be great. Um, but yeah, they'll be in the ring, it'll black out and then the, you know, the fiend lights will hit and whatever and completely go dark and then uh, when the lights go on, obviously because there's no fans, if this is still where there's no fans, obviously you can just trick photography everything or whatever it's fucking called, um, the fiend's burning body from TLC would just be in the middle of the ring on fire and then, yeah, they'll go from there. And then I think it'll, I think it'll be a, uh, another Firefly Funhouse at Mania. I can't see it being anything other than that. And then, I don't know. I don't know what happens from there. So that's, that's about it, really. That's, that's all I've got. We've got really nothing from, from SmackDown, other than how good is Roman Reigns? Just constantly improving just imagine if they just did this to him years ago when everyone was already booing him they'd probably start cheering for him I don't know how the fucking marks get can't satisfy anyone um I'm really uh looking forward to seeing where the Seth Rollins and Cesaro thing goes obviously I'm a mark for both so I'm hoping mania I hope it doesn't get wasted at fast lane. And if it does happen at fast lane, let's give Rollins that one. He'll cheat. That's what a good heel does. Uh, And then Cesaro will ask for a rematch. No bells and whistles, whatever. Straight up. And then Cesaro will get the big one. And then move on. And become world champion by SummerSlam. Fuck off. Yeah, world champion by SummerSlam. Let's make it happen. Mania's shaping up already. Um, Edge and Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, and Bianca Belair has challenged Sasha Banks. So both Royal Rumble winners are set, both on the SmackDown side of things. So I'm looking forward to Belair and Sasha Banks. I think that'll be a great match, regardless of what I said last week. just can't even remember. I just heard the sign off. That was it. But yeah, no, that'll be. I'm. I'm looking forward to that match. Um, I think Belair will win that one. I think yeah, only one Royal Rumble winner will walk out with gold, and that's been Belair. Um, I don't think Edge will uh, become Universal Champion. But then again, if he does, uh, what I think he'd be the only person to be WWE. World heavyweight and universal champion. Chris Goldberg was never WWE champion. Seth Rollins was never world heavyweight champion. And Triple H has never been universal champion. So I just I went with those three. Obviously there's Reigns as well, but World Heavyweight Championship wasn't around. The only other person that could do it would be Daniel Bryan. On SmackDown. Obviously, Orton's another one, Cena as well. Now I'm just rounding off world champions. Um, and if you haven't already listened, go back and listen to the greatest WWE champions of all time bracket. Episode number, I don't know, 13, I think. Sorry, you're just gonna, oh, 13, there you go, I was right. And then check out the uh, tag team as well. Previous ones that just came out, so yeah right, that's it. That's all I got this week, so I'm glad that the wrestling observer observer fucking Dave, fucking meltzer I'm glad that he did his awards this week, so he gives me something to talk about fucking... all right let's um let's get into it let's get into fucking Dave, fucking Dave Meltzer. What a knob. Alright, so, wrestler of the year is John Moxley. Actually, I need to find the, uh, the nominees. Talk amongst yourselves while I do this. As you can see, I'm fucking well, uh, prepared doing these things. They just I don't have the votes or the nominees. Um, runners up, maybe? We'll go runners up. Of course, AEW dominates the awards as well. Because um, there's just... There's nothing Dave Meltzer loves more than AEW or New Japan. And just trashing WWE. Which seems to be a lot of people jumping on that trend as well, a lot of Dave Meltzer admirers, good for them, anyway, yep, so Moxley wrestler of the year for 2020, you know, maybe McIntyre could be thrown in there, because he was around the whole year, Roman Reigns is only a half a year, but still, case could be made for him, but uh, of course, Moxley being AEW, He's going to be the rightful winner there. Um, Most Outstanding Wrestler. So I don't understand what the difference is between Wrestler of the Year and Most Outstanding Wrestler. It's Kenny Omega. That's his boy. That's Dave's boy. Um, Tag Team of the Year. Fuck, like, what is the point of this? Tag Team of the Year. Obviously, the Young Bucks. They're his boys as well. He loves them. Best on Interviews, Eddie Kingston. That's a good one. I would definitely say he got that right. Promotion of the year and best weekly TV show Dynamite and AEW promotion of the year. Okay, just how? Let's I don't know how. They can't even crack a million viewers a week. And then promotion of the year. What what did they do during like the pandemic? What significant changes or storylines did they implement in AEW? I'm not I'm not bagging out AEW. I'm just, you know, simply questioning what did they do that WWE didn't. You know, WWE turned Roman Reigns heel for starters. And he's now, in my opinion, the best wrestler on on the planet right now. You know, a few of the rivalries that WWE had definitely, like, above AEW. What did AEW have? They don't even... Their most consistent rivalry that I can think of was Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. They have no rivalries apart from right now for the world title. Moxley defends against MJF once. That's it. He defended against Eddie Kingston once. That's it. You know... Back when fucking Cody fought MJF, it was just a one-off match when that could easily have gone six months. So, you know, and now, you know, I said it a few weeks ago, it's, if you're not Bullet Club or ex-Bullet Club, you don't matter. So, that's that's just off the top of my head. So, uh, Pro Wrestling Match of the Year, Young Bucks vs. Adam uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Um fucking all these MVPs. Yep. Women's MVP Bailey, finally. One for the good guys. Um, but you know, there was no one else really other than other than her to be the you know, women's MVP of twenty twenty. Um, feud of the year, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. That was like a month, maybe six weeks tops. Like Fuck. I don't know what rivalries in WWE was there. It was Randy Orton against the legends. Uh Orton McIntyre. Um McIntyre me, I guess. Roman Reigns and Uso. Roman Reigns and Uso would be I'd put that above Moxley and Kingston. But you yeah, know, Bailey Sasha was another one like fuck it's just yeah AEW this AEW that um I don't even want to go through the fucking rest of these most okay here's a good one most overrated Bray Wyatt that's interesting is that just Bray Wyatt the character or is that including the fiend and then most underrated ricochet Rookie of the year Pat McAfee. I suppose there was no real big rookies in AEW for him to suck off. Let's just let's just be real. Nothing against Pat McAfee. I I completely agree. He he fucking he lit up NXT. He was the best he was the best on the microphone in NXT. He's not a wrestler. So I I hope McAfee comes back. How good would it be if McAfee and Adam Cole teamed up? The way Adam Cole's going now. Turning on the arrow. Best non wrestler Taz, definitely, Team Taz. Team Taz is definitely a highlight for me um, in AEW. Just like the Hurt business on Raw. Hurt business is one of the main reasons I watch Raw, other than Randy Orton. And now, you know, a good WWE champion who is good on the mic that doesn't put me to sleep when they cut a promo. So, nothing against McIntyre, I'm just not a fan of the babyface McIntyre. Give me the Drew McIntyre when he was with Dolph Ziggler. And then you just turn face out and no. anyway, shut up. No one cares. talking about Taz, best non-wrestler. Completely agree. Does it all. Goes on fucking commentary. And comes out on the promos and fuck me. God, I'd love to see Taz just mix it up with Sting. Fuck, why not? Why not? No one wants to see Sting get murdered by Brian Cage. Come on. Um Best TV announcer Excalibur. Like that is a fucking stretch. That is a stretch. Worst TV announcer, Michael Cole. Like, wow. Like does Dave Meltzer have it in for WWE or what? Seriously. Come on. Um, Best major wrestling show, Revolution. Yeah. Worst major show, Super Showdown. I'm not going to argue with that. Although I could. I think there was a few actually worse ones than Super Showdown. I actually didn't mind Super Showdown. Uh, Most disgusting promotional tactic, WWE firing people during the pandemic. How is that a promotional tactic? What are they promoting? That's not, that's not promoting a storyline. Worst TV show, Raw. So, basically, what he's saying is... AEW Dark is better than Raw. Um, NXT is better than Raw. Impact. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor TV. Ring of Honor who has nobody. That is a better wrestling show than Raw. yep okay uh worst match Ext- okay Extreme Rules would probably be up there for worst uh worst major wrestling show for me um worst match Strowman The Fiend The Swamp Fight yeah I'm not gonna argue with that same with The Feud Wyatt and Strowman that was yeah that was trash worst promotion WWE you're a fucking idiot uh best booker and promoter of the year Tony Khan really wow yeah, worst gimmick, the fiend. Uh, best pro wrestling book, the Young Bucks, of course. So wow, that was just. I mean, is this guy a f- is this guy a fucking knob or what? Like, come on, like people hate Vince Russo. Like, why? How could you? How could you like Dave Meltzer over? Vince Russo. How could you fucking agree with Dave Meltzer when he's spitting out shit like that? That is yeah. That is disgraceful. He is he is a disgrace, Dave Meltzer. He's a fucking disgrace. You know, I've listened to um I've listened to him on Talk is Jericho talking about the screw job and Brian Pillman and stuff. And look I can I can handle that 'cause he's he obviously sort of knows most of what he's talking about i guess but when he's just doing this it's it's all the same shit you know he can still get fucked so that's that's where i stand on that and that's why i've used the picture that i've used for uh for this episode i had that one um a while back and now it's finally coming handy so um yeah Fucking clown. All right, let's go to NoDQ. Um, the NoDQ 2020 Awards. I'm just going to break down these awards and um, see where who you guys go with. So, Male Superstar of the Year. Uh, we've got Drew McIntyre dominating NoDQ at 52%. Um, other top contenders, I guess, would be John Moxley. Um, you can tell this isn't... Uh, Dave Meltzer thin, because the WWE guy won, uh, you got Moxley, Roman Reigns was up there as well, along with Orton, Jericho, and Adam Cole, Adam Cole, that's an interesting one for 2020, what, did he, okay, he was still champion, I do believe, and then he lost it, okay, so he was champion for half the year, fuck, I've, completely, I've completely just wiped out NXT. Not a good year for them, I don't think. That's, that's what I, that's what I believe. Um, I'm expecting the big 2021 for for them. Here's another thing. I'm just going to, I'm just going to get into them. It's going to go all over the place. Um, So the, a lot of superstars are being under, utilized or not used at all, and it's just, it's frustrating, not only for them, but for the fans as well, like you look at a guy like Ricochet, um, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Alistair Black, um, who else am I just completely missing, I don't know, there's, there's probably some, like from NXT, like maybe, maybe Keith Lee, like they obviously go from NXT, so it all starts at NXT, right? And what's happening is that they are just signing all these independent superstars so that the independents don't have them, so that they can control them. Like, um, off the top of my head, Ty Valkyrie just signed. Um, obviously we know Eli Drake, LA Knight, he's now on NXT already. Um, Christian Casanova, I'm not too sure if any of my listeners are familiar with him, along with, um, I think it's, Blake Christian, you know, two top like indie stars, but are now at the performance center and they'll be training there for fucking God knows how long before they get onto NXT. But nobody has left NXT. If they've left NXT to go to Raw or SmackDown, no one's left Raw or SmackDown. So now it's just like just this massive pool of superstars that just can't get a go. You know, I I hope what I'm saying makes sense to everyone listening. Because it, trust me, it makes sense when I'm saying it. Why not? Why not? You know, give people that constantly wrestle. Why? Why not give them a break for a week? Maybe just have them come out, and cut a promo, or sit on commentary during a match. And let's have let's have Daniel Bryan versus Buddy Murphy again. You know, I don't even know what the go is with Alistair Black and also Andrande, like, that is that is the second coming of Eddie Guerrero, like, fucking great big stars on NXT, but then WWE, when they're, you know, when they go from being a big fish in a small pond, to a small fish in a big pond, that's the difference, it's got nothing to do with the difference between Triple H and Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince needs to go. Triple H needs to run it. No, don't, don't say that because you don't know what you're talking about. Like I said before, I've said it on here. Triple H is doing NXT and is constantly losing to a football owner. So you know, it's not just to do with that. It's also a different audience. I don't know where I was going with that. But, you know, you're just going to sit there, you're going to listen. Right. It's the same with um, NXT UK. That all came about because the United Kingdom independent wrestling scene was getting big again with Rev Pro. So what, what do we do? Oh, let's just start our own NXT there to just stop it. So WWE can control all the wrestling. It's not going to work. And then you got fucking marks like Tony Khan trademarking Forbidden Door thinking he runs wrestling because he's got an agreement with New Japan and Impact. Like, you didn't start that. New Japan and Ring of Honor were working together long before you fucking were sucking off Dave Meltzer. So I'm just going to leave it at that, okay? Okay. Female superstar of the year, back to the No DQ Awards. Got Alexa Bliss, 41%, just edging out Bailey at 35%. And then you got Sasha at 8%, Oscar, Io Shirai, and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's another one, probably a big year coming. Um, for a month anyway, at least. Probably lose to Charlotte at Mania, and uh, yeah. Because everything revolves around Charlotte. Tag team of the year. Okay, here we go. The straight profits. 29%. Bailey and Sasha Banks, 27%. Come on. Seriously. Bailey. It's all about Bailey. Carried the women's division. I said that constantly. So, there you go. Uh, FTR, third, 14%. Okay, Kenny Omega and Hangman above the Young Bucks. I wonder how Dave Meltzer will feel about that. Especially with FTR being above the Young Bucks as well. FTR who advanced over the Young Bucks too in the tag team bracket tournament. Um, Finisher of the year, the Claymore. Okay. That's just fucking running and lifting your leg. Forty-seven percent, and then Keith Lee Spirit Bomb was second with fifteen percent. The One Winged Angel, thirteen percent. Fuck, oh Dave Meltzer, oh Dave Meltzer would be having fucking beef with no DQ, wouldn't he? Announcer of the year, Samoa Joe, very, very good. Good choice, forty-two percent. Tony Schiavone, twenty-one percent in second. Wow. Smell, Joe, there's one that I forgot about. Excalibur here at 7%. Well, wow. okay. So, yeah. Ooh, match of the year. Taker versus Styles in the Boneyard match. Let's go through these matches. So we got Taker, Styles, in the Boneyard match. And then Omega Page against the Young Bucks, which is Dave Meltzer's wet dream. And then Volta vs. Uh, Dragonoff. It's another good one. And that was just on TV. That wasn't pay-per-view or nothing. Uh, best friends against uh, Proud and Powerful, in the parking lot Brawl. Reigns and Uso at Clash of Champions. I probably would have gone hell in a cell for them. Uh, and then the Undisputed Era vs. The Bros take over Portland. Shit. I don't know. That's, that's a tough one for me. Best match of the year, like... Okada and Ibushi's not even here from Wrestle Kingdom. 14. It would have been 14 last year. Like, that's not even here. Oh, Not going to argue with that. I think definitely top three, but well-deserving. Volta and Dragunov. If you haven't seen that, NXT UK, check that, check that out. Pay-per-view of the year, the Royal Rumble. So, why? Really? Royal Rumble was just 2020, not this year. The one that uh, McIntyre won. With Lesnar, yeah, nah. I cannot agree with that at all. WrestleMania 36, Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, we'll move on from that. I can't. A takeover was not even mentioned. And they had won the last four Years. And every other winner basically a WrestleMania. Shit. Breakout star of the year, Keith Lee. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe Straight Profits as well. Um, Jey Uso is another one. Definitely came into his own. Orange Cassidy here, second. Though I wouldn't say, I suppose only because... I think his rivalry with Jericho definitely put him on the map, even though he was already on the map as a as an independent star just because of his style. So that's um yeah that's a good one. Carrying cross. Yeah I don't know he was, I was sort of when he was Killer Cross and Impact that's definitely for sure. But yeah I don't know about here. Um, catchphrase of the year. Yeah. Nah. Faction of the Year, Hurt Business, yeah, yeah, no, nah. spot on, then the Inner Circle, Retribution, nah, how is Retribution above Team Taz, Team Taz should have been second or third, for sure, and once again, Undisputed Error, not even here, and this is when they're still together, yeah, so that's what I'm saying, like, just NXT this year, last year, 2020, not... Uh, not a good year for him at all. Hopefully it picks up for him. Comeback of the year, Edge. I think, yeah, there's there's no... FTR, what did they come back from? Bad booking, that's the only thing they came back from. Like, Roman Reigns, yeah. Brody Lee. Um... I assume the same thing, just from going WWE and doing what he did in AEW, MVP is another one, MVP, yeah, MVP second for sure, and then Bill Goldberg at 1%, but it's not a comeback if you do it every year, Um, but yeah, Edge, I think Edge and then MVP, one and two for me, because look at what MVP has done, forming the Hurt Business, and now the Hurt Business is, well... It got voted faction of the year, and I I agree with that. And they're one of the top factions in wrestling right now. And MVP is one of the best managers in wrestling right now. I mean, if it's not Paul Heyman, it's MVP. So um, headline of the year, nah. Theme song of the year, Judas. Well, obviously. Sky's the Snoop Dogg remix of Sasha Banks' theme song. I I can't wrap my head around that. And then Snoop Dogg does Cody's theme as well. How are they going to allow that? Snoop Dogg getting paid by WWE and AEW. He's he's the one that's broken down the Forbidden War. Babyface of the year, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, John Moxley seconds. So funny, but John Moxley just doesn't act like a baby face. Just like Austin back in the day. But I'm not comparing Moxley to Austin because just no. Otis, third. Come on, man. Seriously. Cody Rhodes. Ugh, man, Cody Rhodes is one of those guys that should just be heel like an Adam Cole. Uh, Sasha Banks and Jeff Hardy. There you go. Jeff Hardy's um, working his way here. A former three-time winner of the babyface of the Year Award. 2007, eight, and nine. Heel of the year, here we go. Randy Orton over Roman Reigns. And then you got MJF, Bailey, Chris Jericho, and Seth Rollins. See, Chris Jericho, heel, but babyface reaction. Uh, Randy Orton and Roman Reigns, MJF, Bailey, Seth, all these guys, heels, but babyface reactions for me um i suppose orton has been on a tear in 2020 turning on edge rko and beth phoenix the phoenixed one um yeah yeah that's yeah orton Orton or reigns for sure um roman reigns has definitely come into his own as a heel So, yeah, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Then again, but then Bailey again, like I said, dominated, carried the women's division. So, just done it all. Done it all. Longest reigning SmackDown women's champion. Two-time SmackDown women's champion. Raw women's champion. NXT women's champion. Two-time women's tag team champion. The list just keeps going, and I could keep going, but we'll move on. We'll move on. Feud of the year. So Meltzer had Moxley and Kingston There's feudal rivalry of the year. Here we go, Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. There we go, there's one that I completely forgot about. Um, And then you got Bailey, Sasha, Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, like I said. Edge Orton is another one I forgot about. Jericho, Orange Cassidy, and then McIntyre Orton. So, yeah, what's Dave Meltzer on? Well, Kenny Omega didn't really do anything during 2020. He was sort of in the tag team scene, so I guess he couldn't really vote for him. So, how do we feel about that, Rollins and Rollins Mysterio? I mean, he ripped his eye out. It was, it was an eye for an eye. That should have been wor- <laughs> that should have been up for worst match of the year. As well, do they have a worst match of the year? Let's um, let's keep scrolling. Worst superstar of the year. Brandy Rhodes. Is she, she a superstar? I don't know, have to ask Uncle Dave that. Uh, Nia Jax, K- Goldberg, Lana, Otis, and Braun Strowman. I ain't going to argue with any of them. Oh, here we go. Worst match of the year. Ah, damn. My pick's not there. Um, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara at All Out. Okay, so that was the one where... Um, They fucked up. Matt Hardy fell off the ladder, completely missed the table and smacked his head and the match kept going. Uh, The Fiend and Goldberg at Super Showdown. Anything with Goldberg, really. But, because he's just, he does nothing. At the same time, everyone was expecting Goldberg to lose. Like, come on, man. You seriously aren't that thick in the head. Like, surely you knew he was going to win. I mean, this is history. This is a year ago, but we're still talking about it. Everyone's still talking about it. Uh, Lesnar-Ricochet at Super Showdown. I don't remember that match. Uh, The Swamp Fight. The Money in the Bank ladder match, really. I thought that was entertaining. Apart from Otis winning. I mean, how he won was, was quite funny, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it warrants a worst match of the year, but the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Gauntlet match, that slam I don't even remember that. There's a reason I don't remember that, apparently it was very bad, 3% on the polls, so, hmm, okay worst pay-per-view super showdown yeah that seems to be the general feeling uh all out as well second followed by uh extreme rules of the horror show that should have got worst pay-per-view for the name alone uh money in the bank yeah that's that's fair elimination chamber last year don't remember it and backlash as well yeah yeah it wasn't wasn't a good year was it uh worse storyline. Rusev, Lana, Bobby Lashley, Love Triangle. Fuck was that last year? It was too. Um Seth Rollins pulls out Ray's Eye. Raw Underground or Retribution. The twenty four seven title. Otis. Yeah, these are all these are all warranted. These are all good ones. I would have gone raw underground or retribution. just because of the way it was done. It was just terrible. Raw Underground it's like um Uh, Game Changer Wrestling's GCW Bloodsport, that's all that is, so, yeah, that's, um, yeah, any, any one of those, Uh, most overutilized, Cody Rhodes and Charlotte Flair, yep, well, was Cody Rhodes over, overused, he had some time off, then again, so did Charlotte, Nia Jax, I, uh, nah, Seth Rollins, wasn't really jammed down our throat, Natalia, what did she do, in the Young Bucks, eh, nah. I guess, yeah, Cody being AEW, that's his, that's his job, so, mm, I don't know, most underutilized Cesaro, yeah, Alistair Black, Ricochet, yeah, Chad Gable, uh, Ali and Rusev or Miro, mm yeah no they're all they're all fair um yeah it's the fifth time in seven years Cesaro's been voted most underutilized you'd think they'd get the fucking hint by now oh there you go that's it alright very good so um yeah no DQ awards definitely over Dave Meltzer's shocking ones that's for sure fuck me what a what an absolute clown um where does that leave us Fastlane, what's, is anything, is anything booked for Fastlane, now we're just, uh, now we're just going to sit back and listen to me just ramble on until I'm done, okay, maybe just write WWE Fastlane, there you go, pay-per-view series, very good, it is on the 21st, Why so close to Wrestlemania? That's like two, that's two weeks before Wrestlemania or three weeks? Uh, No matches, excellent, excellent, that's exactly what I want to see, that's, we're doing well, we're doing well, all right, fine, fuck it, let's talk about revolution. Let's talk. So we got the young bucks against Chris Jericho and MJF. Actually, this is on next week. So yeah, may as well talk about it. Um, I'm. It's just one of those things. How long are they just going to drag out this MJF in the inner circle situation? Because I just want to see MJF and Chris Jericho go at it. That's that's all I want to see. I. I mean. If they make the inner circle, MJF and Chris Jericho, if they become the AEW tag team champions, everyone's probably going to love it. But these will be the same people that bitch and moan about two single superstars in WWE becoming tag team champions. So let's just leave it at that. This is, I love MJF and I love Chris Jericho. But it has to be the Young Bucks. And they shouldn't even be tag team champions because they played the, oh, if we lose this match, we're never challenging for the tag team titles ever again. They played that card way too soon. Just another opportunity where you could just have a massive, fucking sweet, sick as rivalry FTR versus the Young Bucks, something that the whole fucking wrestling world has wanted for the last five years since being the Elite. And then they just do one match, and then that's it. So, that's it. But, what do I know? Tony Khan got fucking best booker of the year. So clearly I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I thought it's supposed to please the fans. Anyway. Team Taz against Darby, Allen, and Sting in a tag team straight fight. Uh, Team Taz, represented by Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is a fucking stud. Star of the future. One to watch. One to watch. Team Taz all the way. But it's not going to happen that way. And why is Sting... I'm guarantee... The same people that are bitching a moaning about Goldberg coming back to wrestle... I know he comes back in title matches, but still. Like, just him wrestling, they get pissed off at the same people that will be happy that Sting is coming to wrestle again. So, just, if I can see the pattern here. Everyone, AEW gets talked up so much, but still, 800,000 viewers to 1.4 for Raw or 2 million for SmackDown. But WWE's the worst. Wrestling promotion on the planet. Clearly, these people haven't watched Ring of Honor lately. Nothing against Ring of Honor. I'm just saying, like, they've just clearly dropped since basically half their half their um roster went to AEW or NXT. So they'll get they'll get there again. They just need to fucking they just need to raid the Indies before NXT does. That's that's all they need to do. Um Shida defending her Women's Championship against the winner of the tournament that's going on. Yep, that's great. Um, I don't even know who's left in that. Let's let's have a look. Um, Fuck! How many fucking tournaments do they want to have? Um, World Championship. Okay, it must be this one, and it's just taking me straight back to the match. Okay, so. Ryo Mizunami against Thunder Rosa or Nyla Rose in the final. Okay. Um, Cool. The final is on the 3rd of March, which is Dynamite. Oh, and it's a big Dynamite too. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway, Hangman Page against Matt Hardy in a big money match. The winner receives the loser's first quarter earnings, storyline-wise. I don't know. Matt Hardy's turned the private party heel. Hangman Page is just eventually going to join the Dark Order. I mean, come on. (laughs) They've been dragging this one out for a year. Um, I don't know. I don't care. This match. I don't know. I'm gonna go Matt Hardy. Just because, you know, big money Matt. Big money Matt. Uh the face of revolution ladder match. Um this is this is exciting. Uh for a future AEW TNT championship. So we got Cody Rhodes against Scorpio Sky, who I have no idea where he has been lately. Against Penta. El Zero Miedo. I just call him Pentagon Junior. Uh, Lance Archer. And then uh, Max Castor versus number 10 from Dark Order. Who the hell is Max Castor? Richard Castor. He's a 72 year old former NFL player. Okay, his son Max. Okay, I was gonna say, why is that taking me there? All right, don't believe everything you read on the internet, people. And um, to be announced. So I don't know who hasn't who hasn't the WWE taken um, Ethan Page. What do you reckon? Or ego, big ego, or ego Ethan Page. Or fuck, I mean, don't forget the Forbidden Door is officially open, Um, let's see, uh, who's in the States, Uh, Kenta, Um, Moose, Um, Ace Austin, Um, anyone that works for Impact, or New Japan, that's in America, so, I don't know, no, I'll just go Ethan Page, Um, let's see, Mira and Kip Sabian, versus the best friends, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, yeah, Um, That's another one, Um, I'm just going to keep saying, Um, yeah, they're using Miro well aren't they, yeah, I bet he's glad he left WWE, Um, Casino Tag Team Royal, so basically just say about a Royal Tag Team match for a future AEW Tag Team Championship match, okay, Um, Beer City, Bear Country. I have no idea who they are. The Dark Order, The Dark Order, Inner Circle, Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, and Top Flight. And a team to be announced as well. So what tag team is that? I'm going to go Top Flight or maybe The Acclaimed get in there. I'd love to see. Oh, then again, it could be Proud and Powerful and then Jericho and MJF win the tag team titles. So then you have the full-on implosion explosion bye bye of the inner circle i hope not because that's just too fucking obvious but the main event an exploding barbed wire death match yes let's put the greatest one of the greatest wrestlers of all time just pure wrestling ability alone let's put kenny omega in yet another gimmick match against john moxley But Tony Khan's Booker of the Year. Remember that. Don't, don't, don't forget that. Don't you forget it. Maybe the Good Brothers would be in the, um, t- uh, the casino tag team royale. Because they seem to hang around AEW a lot. So, yeah. That's next week. I'll post about that. For sure. I've still got some time here. I'm going to talk. As I always do. Nah no, I just recently watched um the Best of the Undertaker on the WWE Network. Seven hours of my life just fucking wasted. Nah. Nah no, was good. I uh split it up in increments. Uh first match against Hogan. Uh Survivor Series 91, I believe. Um it was just, it was t- it was a typical Hulk Hogan match. Hogan just, Hogan being Hogan. Just, you know, he's always got to look strong. Always. Um, what was it? Undertaker was just gave, giving him a whooping the entire match. And then Undertaker hit the Tombstone, Tombstone pole driver, and Hogan got straight up from a Tombstone pole driver and hulked up. What the fuck? But of course, you know, he had to get tombstoned on a chair to lose the match. So that's just that's just Hogan being Hogan. Another one was Yokozuna, I think. Royal Rumble. Let me get the, me get the matches going on here, eh? Hey? The match against Yokozuna. Casket uh, match. I think it took like 10 people to put Undertaker in the casket. And that went on for like five minutes or so. It just it just lost all steam, that match. Towards the end. Um, Rumble 96, Taker against Bret Hart. Uh, decent match, a bit long. Bit long for my liking. That's just because of Bret Hart. I'm just not a nothing. Not take nothing away from Bret Hart. He's definitely he's definitely one of the best. You know, I'll, I'll say that a million and one times. But I just some of his matches. You know, but then you have that whole match that just goes on and on and on. That leads to a disqualification. And another one where it's just like oh, just gets flat. Bear alive a live match. Against Mankind All you have to do is put him in the pit And like pour some dirt on him And that was it But then Like I don't know Ten guys came out And there was about ten minutes of them Just trying to bury The Undertaker Just sitting there watching like Fuck just skip Next match SummerSlam against Austin When he uh, knocked out Stone Cold Uh, Triple H at WrestleMania 17 good match, good selections, good watch, good watch, probably my favourite match, uh, Vengeance 2003 against John Cena, and mainly just for the lead up video, that wasn't even on this best of, I just went and watched Vengeance just for that lead up video, about 10, 12 times, legit, and um, yeah, one of my favourite matches, and just to think, that was One of the only times we got a John Cena vs. Undertaker match. Because I don't include the one at WrestleMania. There was... I think they had five matches. There was one for a tournament. There was Vengeance. There was a rematch from Vengeance. And then there was one on Raw. An anniversary show of Raw, I think. And there might have been another one back in 2003. And then... WrestleMania. That's it. Where that's a WrestleMania match, like that's a proper WrestleMania match. No Way Out 2006 against Kurt Angle for the world title. Uh WrestleMania 23, another another match I really enjoyed against Batista. Um I just I wasn't a fan of Undertaker wrestling in championship matches at WrestleMania because you knew he wasn't losing. So and then he did the same thing the next year against Edge. Um, but One Night Stand was another one I really enjoyed, as, as, lo- as well as um, the Career vs. Streak match. WrestleMania 26. It's just it's one of those scenes where, which one do you pick, WrestleMania 25 or WrestleMania 26? As far as like just the match, everyone says WrestleMania 25 was a near perfect match. Didn't Undertaker almost decapitate himself? So, that's a good one. I might have to... I might have to put that out to the peeps. To the marks out there. The dork chops. Yeah, the dork chops. I'm watching a bit of Edge and Christian show. Dork chops. Uh, Knight of Champions against Kane. Just was not interested in that match whatsoever. I uh, don't know why it was on there. Uh, Hell in a Cell against Brock Lesnar. I think that ended their feud. That one there. And then the Boneyard match. Seven hours later. Um... The only bad thing about that was Corey Graves was the host of it, so you have to listen to him after every single match. Um, That's it. I'm going to leave it there. No more. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye, people. Thanks for listening. Um, Firefly Funhouse. Bye. Thanks for coming.